To me, there is nothing more important than my family's health and well-being. We all know the quality of the air in our home is important. But did you know indoor air quality can be up to 100 times dirtier than outdoor air? I've got to tell you about Puro Air. In 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room. Puro Air uses a stronger filter called a HEPA-14 that filters pollutants at a microscopic level and is backed by scientists from Harvard and MIT. In laboratory studies, users saw noticeably cleaner air in just 30 minutes. When it comes to babies and children, there's nothing worse than dealing with a cranky baby or child who can't sleep because of congestion. Air purifiers can help reduce congestion and improve immune system function to fight those winter colds and flus. I use my Puro Air purifiers to clean the air in my home, especially in our bedrooms while we sleep. It has a quiet, relaxing hum and cleans the air from pet dander, allergens, viruses, dust, mold, odors, and contaminants. It has four levels, low, medium, high, and sleep and four different timer options so you can customize it to your home and your needs. Check out Puro Air at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Puro Air is the only air filter that uses a HIPAA 14 filter. That's getpuroair.com. Welcome to the Your Village podcast, Parenting Beyond Discipline. Your Village is the most comprehensive site for evidence-based parenting classes available on demand at yourvillageonline.com. Our 50-plus classes give parents the foundation, steps, and tools for creating strong, healthy relationships with their children, resulting in responsible, cooperative, happy, and successful children and families. My goal is to help parents support their children in finding and reaching their own unique potential. The podcast is a place to learn about all things parenting and get your questions answered. I'm your village founder and your host, Erin Royer. So I'm guessing a lot of you are continuing to struggle through our current situation. I know I am. I'll have some really decent days and then a day where I just have a really difficult time getting everything done that I hope or I wanted to, but we're all in similar situations, yet we have different stressors and struggles. For me, it's keeping my two third graders on track with school. It's just so much. So many different websites, so many different class meetings, so many different assignments. It takes most of my time each day just managing this, getting them through their assignments, getting them to their online classes or online meetings on time, and then through their assignments, checking their assignments in between the next class they need to go to. It's just so much. So it's really hard to do that and then even get to my own work, let alone my fitness. It's just not happening the way I'd like. Now, for those with really young children, it's different, but it's a similar struggle, especially if you're also trying to get work done, keep food in the house, or any other number of life's tasks. I miss my friends like crazy. We're going on three weeks here, and I really miss seeing my girlfriends and going to the gym, just seeing other people. Today, I had to cut my daughter's hair. It was an absolute mop of a mess. I have no idea how to cut hair, but I had to do it. We just canceled our mini spring break trip. We were going to spend four days in Vegas in a hotel with a ton of family activities, a big lazy river and a pool. The kids were really looking forward to it, but I had to cancel it. Now, all this is minor compared to those who have lost their family or their friends, so I do realize just how lucky we are. But it's still all really new and something we're all just trying to get used to. 
So I think the main thing here is that yes, all the tips I shared in the past two episodes, they're nice, they're helpful, but it's also still okay and normal to have those down days. It's okay to cry. It's okay and normal to feel overwhelmed. Allow yourself to have that, feel that, work through that. It's okay to feel bummed because your hair or your nails or whatever feels like a rat's nest. It's not vain. It helps us feel good and feel human and feel attractive. Hanging out so many days in our pajamas or yoga pants all day. Yes, I'm literally sitting here in my pajamas at 3.30 in the afternoon recording this. It's probably not the way to feel attractive and sexy, but I figure who am I going to see and why am I taking the time to get dressed when I have so many other things to do, like help with schoolwork or record a podcast. We also just got news the kids will not be going back to school at all this school year. Not a surprise, but I'm sure many of you have gotten or would be getting that same news for preschools or daycares or other things. They're probably going to be closed for the remainder of the school year and even into the summer. But I had expected that announcement, so luckily it didn't surprise me. Looking forward to summer breaks and camps, I can't see a lot of those happening in June either. I can't imagine anyone putting 100 plus kids together in a camp setting. Now maybe smaller camps or specialty camps like art or science camp, programming, something like that. Small daycares probably, maybe. But I can't see big city or county camps with tons of kids all crammed together in one space. I can't see LA County running a lifeguard camp in June or the city running our city, running their camps. So I'm bracing myself for that. Our ice skating rink just announced that they're closing or closed. So this is news I'm going to have to break to my hockey player at some point, but now is not the time because he is going to be really bummed out when he finds out about that. So just a lot of these changes, they're definitely hard and there's a lot more to come. So if you're having tough days, if you're struggling, know you're not alone. Know we're all going through this along with you. Do your best to reach out to a trusted friend via phone, video chat, text, however you can. Know that those around you are probably just as thrilled to hear from you as you are to connect with them. For all these reasons, also, I decided it was time to start a private Facebook group for my members for added support. So I did send out an email last week, but sometimes these emails seem to go into the spam folder. So if you are a member, you want to be added to the private Facebook group, please email Amy. And her email address is amy, A-M-Y, at yourvillageonline.com. I will be doing weekly or bi-weekly live chats to answer questions and just support parents in general around this current situation or just general parenting situations. If we get enough questions and enough interest and enough members coming on to the group, we'll definitely do weekly chats. If we don't have enough at first, we'll start with bi-weekly and then move to the weekly once we get enough questions and interest. If you decide to join and you'll get access to all the 50 classes and the private Facebook group, you can go to yourvillageonline.com to sign up for the classes and the membership. And then if you want to join the Facebook group, you can email Amy as well. And we do send out a new member welcome email with all this information about how to join the Facebook group and all the other support options as well. I also want to get to a question this week This one about how to work with a six-year-old who's lying and also struggling with some other behavioral issues such as power struggles, not listening or following directions, and some aggressive behaviors. So I'm going to get to that one now. 
And Mel from New Zealand wrote, I have a six-year-old girl who lies a lot. She'll hurt her friends when she doesn't get what she wants and then lies about it even though four other kids have seen her do it. If we have play dates and there is a toy she wants, she will dig her fingernails into the arm to get what she wants. If she has a play date and her brother, who is three years old, goes or wants to play as well, she'll push them out of her room and tell him to go away. But she'll do it so that I can't hear. Ask her to do something, such as get ready for school or just ask her to clean up her toys. It's a fight. But then she'll do it, but only do a few toys because she didn't play with the other toys, even though they're still all her toys that she got out in the first place. There is a really nice side to her, loving, caring, helpful, and does what she's asked. And if she lies, we'll say, she's sorry, I just lied about that. She loves hugs, kisses, family time. For some reason, I just can't pick up on why she does these bad things. It just comes out of nowhere. Not sure if you can help. Okay, so first I wanna start with the lying. Now this is not uncommon. It's not much of a concern at this age, but there are ways to work with it and to help younger children understand the lying, the expectations, why lying is not a good choice, ways to give them some better go-to behaviors, etc. So I'm gonna start with that. So let's start with the development of honesty by age. And this is just for all parents in general. I like to go through all the age groups just for all the parents in general so that we're starting with the beginning and going through the development throughout these early childhood years. Okay, so development of honesty, storytelling. This is big, around two to five and a half years old. This is part of the development of the imagination and use of creativity. You want to recognize this as storytelling rather than lying. What an amazing story. Let's draw a picture to go with your story. When asking a direct question, let them know this is not story time. I need you to tell me what happened. I need you to tell me the truth. But remember, four and under can have a difficult time parsing out the fantasy and the reality. So it's important to also define honesty for your kids. Defining honesty for young children, four and under, must be very concrete. You want to tell them that honesty means telling what really happened. By ages four to five, you can start to talk about how honesty is important in relationships so that we can trust each other. It builds trust. With lies, it breaks down the trust and that becomes the problem. You want to tell your child, my job is to help you be safe and it helps me to do that better if you tell me the truth. And then, of course, you want to keep working on that throughout the ages. Now, for some general guidelines for developing a strong sense of honesty, you don't want to ask any questions you already know the answer to. Otherwise, you tend to set the kids up to lie. Then you have to deal with the lying on top of whatever the original issue was at hand. Did you hit your brother? If she says no, you know she hit her brother. Now you have to deal with the hitting the brother and the fact that she lied about it afterwards. So you want to just go right to... I know that you hit your brother and talk about why she did that and get right to that. So another example, let's just say your child has dirt on their hands and your potted plant is knocked over. You know they did it. So just say, I can see you were playing in my plant and knocked it over. You want to state what you know. I know that you hit your brother and then get to the discipline around the hitting rather than setting them up to lie. When a child lies, parents will often ask a series of questions that get the child to confess. The child is now basically forced to lie to cover up the lie. If you catch a child in a lie, don't ask any more questions. You want to stop. This is what you said. This is what I know. Try again. 
Give the child an opportunity to tell the truth. Now, this is if you don't know the answer right off the bat, and then you kind of catch them in the lie, then you're going to go through this. You're going to stop asking the questions, then you're going to call them out on the lie. Why do kids lie? Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new-to-you styles. My favorite thing about Armoire is all the different style and occasion options from casual to athleisure to night out, work formal, work casual, a total of eight different occasions, three weather options, and 11 categories including accessories, outerwear, and blazers, just to name a few. With Armoire, you can always have something new to wear without the hassle and closet clutter. You know the feeling. You open your closet, it's full, but you have quite literally nothing to wear. You're bored with everything in there. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high-quality designer clothes for every occasion. Whether you're planning your outfit for date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for a black tie event, you will be the best-dressed person in the room. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off the first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash parenting. That's armoire.style. A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash parenting to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Hey, Parenting Beyond Discipline listeners, ready to create a home that fosters love, warmth, and style? Look no further than Home Threads, your partner in crafting a nurturing environment. At HomeThreads.com, explore a thoughtfully curated collection of furniture designed for families who believe in positive parenting. From cozy reading nooks to durable playroom essentials, our pieces are crafted to enhance your parenting journey. HomeThreads has an incredible selection of furniture, decor, and accessories like throw pillows, blankets to snuggle under for family movie nights or reading time that helps you create the warm, cozy home that is the foundation for happy family memories. I love all the great pieces I've gotten from Home Threads to finish the look in my home. Gorgeous yet durable and cozy accent throw pillows, blankets, and some really cute wall decor. I have an ocean theme throughout my downstairs, so I got a couple of really great wall pieces to finish that look. And some picture frames for the family photos. Visit homethreads.com parenting today and get a code for 15% off your order. That's homethreads.com parenting parenting to get your code for 15% off your order because great parenting deserves a great home. Home threads love where you live. Sometimes they'll engage in storytelling like I said before but also sometimes kids will see if they can get away with something. They'll test the power of the lie. If you catch your child lying for this reason to try to get away with something so let's just say let's say they told the teacher they didn't have time to do their homework when in fact they just forgot. Having the child face the person that they lied to and confess is the perfect discipline, especially in early elementary school years. It will stick with the kids and it's a perfectly logical negative consequence. Let's say they broke a neighbor's pot out front and you know that your child did it. They go to the neighbor, they confess that they broke the pot and give an apology. That's a tough thing to do to face up to an adult and confess something that you did wrong. So it's a really good discipline for that. 
Sometimes kids lie to escape discipline. Now, this is my guess here that what's going on with Mel's daughter. If you find this is a pattern in your house, you want to check the discipline strategy to see if it's too harsh, too authoritarian, and you want to learn some positive discipline tools. Using positive discipline will give your child a lot less reason to act defensively. The intro to discipline class, along with the discipline classes, discipline tools for toddlers, for preschoolers, for elementary age kids, gives lots of information on how to implement positive discipline. It builds relationships, it builds mutual respect, and really helps to get around this kid's lying to escape the discipline. Also, you want to set up discipline so that there's more discipline for lying than when the child is honest, despite the behavior that led to the lie in the first place. So in the case of hitting, pushing, there's more discipline for the lying about hitting than if they're just honest about the hitting. There needs to be discipline for that behavior, of course, the hitting and the biting and the kicking, because it's aggressive and you can't let aggression go. But the lying on top of it means that there's going to be a deeper discipline. And you want to explain that to your child, that I'm more upset about the lying, so I need you to tell me the truth. Otherwise, the discipline is going to be this instead of just this or whatever it is. So you want to, there needs to be something additional. I think again, this is Mel's scenario, but just to finish out some other reasons for the lying for parents who may be dealing with some dishonesty and lying and they want to know, some children will lie to gain independence. So if you feel like this is the case, if you're seeing your child is lying because they're going to do something and they don't want you to know about it, you want to check if the child is being treated appropriately for his or her age, if they're ready for more independence and make sure that you're giving that independence so they don't have to feel like they have to cheat or lie or kind of be sneaky about it. So back to Mel's situation. Now this situation is pretty complicated and nuanced because I think there is something else and potentially a few things going on under the surface here that you want to get to the bottom of and address. So while the lying itself is not a red flag at all and it fits into age-appropriate behaviors, her emotional and social skills are not where I would expect them to be at six. This may just be a lack of skills and opportunities for her to practice that she hasn't had through the toddler preschool years. There could be more happening under there. So until you start getting to the underlying reasons and struggles and address those, this is how you're going to figure it out. The underlying reasons are where the work needs to happen here. So I would recommend, because this is way too much for me to go into right here, I would recommend actually quite a few classes to get to the bottom of this and then work on those pieces, each of them. So is it the discipline, the positive discipline that needs to be addressed? Is there underlying reasons for attention seeking? Is there a lack of emotion skills? Very likely it's all of these or at least the discipline and the lack of emotion skills and social skills that are going on here that she really needs some work and needs some practice with. So the classes I recommend are misbehaviors and solutions for getting to the bottom of one or two of the reasons for the misbehavior and the different tools and approaches for fixing it. I also would recommend the intro to discipline class and the discipline tools for elementary age kids class to give you that positive discipline foundation and background that I really think needs to be set up here. This solid positive discipline approach will fix a lot of the struggles with communication and build that mutual respect so that she will have less of a need to lie when she does something that she shouldn't be doing. I also 
would strongly recommend that you're developing preschooler class. Now, even though she's no longer a preschooler, but the class covers up through age five. And since her emotional and social skills are a bit behind the tools and techniques for working on these, getting her caught up, so you will see what skills she should have by the time she's five turning six, and then the ways to support that social emotional development are in that class and working on those with her so that she has some better tools than the pushing, kicking, shoving, hitting, biting, those types of things when she struggles with her emotions and her sharing and that kinds of things with her friends and her brother as well. Now at six, I would expect her to be able to share her feelings and frustrations verbally without the physical aggression. Like I said, the hitting, kicking, biting. Along with the discipline, getting kids to listen, and power struggles. So these are other pieces of positive discipline that would come after the intro to discipline and the discipline tools class. Then you want to get to the getting kids to listen and the power struggles. So you get those tools for working on getting kids to follow directions, to do what you ask, to be more cooperative, and working through those power struggles and letting them know what the expectations are, what the boundaries are, and that they need to follow through and how to do exactly that. This will help with all that positive discipline piece, that mutual respect, really good communication skills, get that stuff set up with a really strong foundation. You wanna get her to follow through on your requests and be much more cooperative. So these are the pieces, understanding and teaching emotion and social skills, implementing the positive discipline strategy in your home, and then looking at some reasons behind the misbehavior on top of it. If after those other pieces are in place, there's still some problems with it. That would be the next level. She's not a bad kid. She's just not making great choices. But this is due to a lack of understanding and skills that just need to be brought up to speed. To see samples of any of the classes I just mentioned and to join, you can go to yourvillageonline.com. Now, as I mentioned last week, I have implemented the exclusive content for the podcast where I will be adding the audio for relevant classes for the week's podcast and at times some deeper answers to the questions. So for this week, I added the misbehaviors and solutions class to this exclusive content. Last week I had tantrums and peaceful parenting part one. So now there's misbehaviors and solutions as well. You can find this by going to yourvillageonline.com slash podcast, or you can go to parentingbeyonddiscipline.com, the name of the podcast, parentingbeyonddiscipline.com, and click on the exclusive content button at the top of the page or in that top bar on the page. You can join for as little as $2 a week or $5 a month to get access to this content. But for Mel or anyone else who's having some bigger struggles like this, some bigger, deeper struggles, I really recommend the classes online so you can get to exactly the classes you need or you want. If you're not sure what those classes are, you can always send an email and ask us as a member. We will tell you which classes have the material that will help you with a certain situation. You can go to yourvillageonline.com. And don't forget that now your membership comes with access to our private Facebook group with the bi-weekly or soon weekly Facebook live sessions with me to getting your questions answered and extra support. Now also, I haven't taken the opportunity, I've wanted to do this the last two weeks, to give my deepest gratitude to all of our essential workers 
out there, still going out, putting their lives on the line, getting things done, keeping us moving. I know that there are quite a few medical professionals, doctors, nurses, PAs, all kinds of medical professionals who are members of the website and also who listen to the podcast. And you're out there, you're risking yourselves every day to try or save our family, our friends, and our communities. So my deepest thanks goes out to you and everyone else, the delivery drivers, the store workers, the public transit, the food supply workers who are doing so much so the rest of us can stay home, be safe, so we can get through this as healthy and safely with as few fatalities as possible. So my deepest thank you to all of you. Stay safe and healthy, everyone. And as always, if you have a parenting question you'd like answered, send an email to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. Thanks for listening and see you next week.